Well, if no one among us is capable of governing himself, then who among us has the capacity to govern someone else? Hello, hardworking Americans. Thanks for tuning in to The Shrewsbury Show. I am your host, Colleen Shrewsbury. I really hate to say I told you so, but I'm going to have to do it today. I have seen news that California public schools have incorporated LGBT history in virtually all of their classes. It's somehow incorporated into the entire curriculum, not just in history classes, but everything, which I, I don't understand. It makes absolutely no sense to do something like that. And what is so horrifically draconian about this is the fact that parents cannot opt their children out of this education. These LGBT activist groups are militant. They are quiet, but they are militant. And while we focus on whatever the mainstream media wants us to focus on, primarily trying to get us to hate Donald Trump, these groups are gaining ground and they're gaining it fast. They're gaining it because they are forcibly pushing this agenda on everybody, primarily in these blue states, deep blue states like Illinois and California. Yes, this is coming to Illinois, to a school near you. The fact that parents cannot opt their children out of these courses because they cannot foreseeably or plausibly opt out of an entire history class just goes to show you how much we really need school choice nationwide. Either that or we really need to start paying far more attention to our state and local politics. This is where they are making the changes on the state level. Somehow suddenly when they have some ridiculously far left ideology that they want to push onto everybody else, they start doing it state by state. They suddenly discover federalism and they determine that this is a state matter and then they start falling like dominoes all across the country. My mom told me that my grandmother used to always tell her, just watch California because the way that California goes, the rest of the nation will go too. And the sad and scary thing is that I think that she was right because this is where all of this ridiculous nonsense started and it is seeping over through the rest of the country. The Democrat Party does not want school choice because they don't want anybody to be able to escape these ridiculous state propaganda factories. This absolutely is propaganda of the state. What I would like to know is what possible need do you see, or could these people in California see, in including LGBT history or contributions to society in every single subject? Stop politicizing everything. What is blood-curdling is the fact that they are going after small children, children who have not even hit puberty yet. These are children so young that they can barely even tie their own shoelaces, let alone understand the complexities of human sexuality. This whole thing came about in a school district in Murrieta, California, and apparently, according to this article in the Daily Signal, the district came under fire after a video from the conservative group Our Watch exposed progressive sex education programs in California teaching children about things so disgusting I'm not really sure that I can say it on the radio. But you're an intelligent audience. You can certainly use your imagination and figure it out for yourself. These are children who cannot even go to see an R-rated movie or even a PG-13 movie on their own, usually due to the sexually explicit nature of the movie. 
what makes it okay to start teaching these children about what these things look like and how to do them and who does this and why I look I feel like vomiting just talking about it of course you know the American Civil Liberties Union had to get involved in this these people were seen in a video instructing teachers on how to tell children about where and how they can get an abortion without parental consent. When school administrators received letters requesting that their children be allowed to opt out of these ridiculous and heinous courses, the school district's response was to cite the California Healthy Youth Act, otherwise known as AB 329, which mandates that teachers and curricula affirmatively recognize different sexual orientations, be inclusive of same-sex relationships, and teach students about gender, gender identity, and gender expression. For all sexual health education, instruction and materials used in the district's sexual health and HIV education must be age-appropriate, medically accurate and appropriate for use with students of all races, genders, sexual orientations, and ethnic and cultural backgrounds, English learners, and students with disability. Um, number one, exactly what age groups are they trying to teach this filth to? And number two, they don't care about any of this. They are not so morally superior. They are not trying to fight for the underdog. If they were, they would have been doing so long before now. They just suddenly care about it because it happens to be the political trend of the day. And when they say that they need to teach children about gender and gender identity and gender expression, what they mean is they need to tell children to believe that they are not the sex that they were born to be. Up until now, Every single human being on the face of this earth, and especially here in the United States of America, did not need to be told in school what it means to be a female or a male. We all understood the difference between the two without the government's help. All this is, is a perverted propaganda tactic. The school district is evil and sinister in its tactics because they told the parents that they could opt out of sex ed classes, but they never said anything to the parents about not being able to opt out of any of the other courses. And there's no way to avoid it because they've interspersed this content throughout every subject. They have it in history, language arts, they have it in assemblies, and a whole bunch of other things. From what I can tell in this article, they're implying that this is deliberate. They deliberately mislead parents because they know that parents would object and then they can't pass their draconian laws. There is a conservative activist group in California called Our Watch and the president is a man, he's a pastor, his name is Tim Thompson. Thompson has been the one to directly talk to the school district and object to this ridiculous curriculum. For anyone throughout the rest of the United States, I think that he is someone whose example we can follow in fighting against this stuff. He went to the Murrieta School Board meeting and he requested that the board declare the district a sanctuary school district for parental rights. And what the definition is, or what he says is a working definition of a sanctuary school district, 
refers to municipal jurisdictions in the United States that limit cooperation with the state government effort to usurp the authority of parents in their children's lives or to impose an ideology that is contrary to a family's core values through state-mandated educational policies. The goal of sanctuary school districts is to reduce government control of families, empower parents, and enact district-wide policies ensuring parental rights. And they reject the enforcement of AB 329 or the California Healthy Youth Act, which is the thing, the very thing that has been implementing all these ridiculous sex education courses for children. The goal of this legislation, or the supposed goal as they like to state it, is to teach healthy attitudes towards sexual orientation, gender, and relationships, and to promote understanding of sexuality as a normal part of human development. We're talking about young children. Children who are far too young to be engaging in any type of sexual behavior. And second, and most importantly, because they're children, clearly they are not married. And obviously they're not teaching that sex is to remain between a husband and a wife within the context of marriage, and that marriage is between a man and a woman. They're trying to normalize aberrant sexual activity, aberrant sexual habits. Now, as I have mentioned in previous episodes, I do not actually hate anyone for their sexual orientation or for their sexual behavior. I just do not condone sin. I cannot sit back here and tell you that this lifestyle is okay. That would be misleading. That would be like someone who claims to be a loving family member or someone who truly cares about someone who is engaging in drug use and killing themselves in the process and sitting back and saying nothing because they're afraid that the person doing the drugs is going to be angry or offended. I can't sit back and watch someone damage themselves and not say anything. And I certainly cannot just sit back and watch while evil people with a sinister agenda try to pawn this garbage off onto small innocent children who don't know any better. Adding insult to injury, this law that they passed in California requiring this education to be interspersed all the way through a K-12 education prohibits abstinence-only education and it prohibits any discussion of religious doctrine, according to an ACLU handout. Of course, Illinois is not going to escape unscathed from this type of law. Because our lovely Democrat Governor J.B. Pritzker has enacted and signed a bill into law very similar to this one. On August 9th, 2019, J.B. Pritzker signed House Bill 246 that apparently, according to CBN News, has the objective of encouraging a more diverse history curriculum. Whenever they start talking about diverse, it means that they're going to subjugate everything but the supposed minority and oppressed group that they're about to elevate above everybody else. And get a load of this. 
This HB 246 says that provisions are in the public interest for the public benefit and to serve secular public purposes. The law is going to affect all public schools throughout the entire state of Illinois, and it is going to include the role and contributions of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people in official textbooks. It allows the state education department to implement rules as necessary for the law to be enacted and, quote, to ensure the religious neutrality of the textbook block grant program. That can be translated to say that Christians, we don't care what you believe, and in fact, we hate what you believe, and we deliberately trample all over it all the time, and we don't allow you to stand up for your faith and to act the way that your faith mandates that you do. And you will be compelled to allow your children to learn this garbage. You will be compelled to keep your mouth shut, and you will be compelled to express approval for a lifestyle that you do not approve of that your religion tells you is wrong. You will be required to just sit back and keep your mouth shut while the state corrupts and indoctrinates your child. Pritzker said that because of this law, he said that the LGBTQ community won't just have a seat at the table. They will be equal partners in the fight to make equality a lived reality for all. No, what they are doing here is unequaling the playing field, unleveling it. They are elevating one supposed victim class over everybody else while they subjugate somebody else. That's not equality. California and Illinois are not the only states that have implemented a curriculum like this. Apparently there is one in similar in New Jersey and Colorado. And I would bet dollars to donuts that exactly as I said would happen. One by one, state by state, they're all going to fall like dominoes. And before you know it, the entire country is going to have this type of curriculum in their schools. And you know what? I think that this leftist party, because as I've said before, Democrats no longer exist. The party, anyway, no longer exists. These leftists embrace federalism when it's convenient for them because if this goes state by state rather than at the federal level it is far more difficult to eliminate something like this on a national level it is you have to go organize state by state one at a time rather than do everything in one fell swoop they're very crafty and they're very dangerous people this law will go into effect July of 2020. So what I want from all of you is to speak up and speak out before it is too late. Tell everybody you know, because I didn't know about this until after he had already signed the law. There was, as far as I know, there was no promotion of this law. None prior to its passage. And I think that that was on purpose. The same thing happened in California. They deliberately hid this from parents because they knew that they would have no support for it. At least not enough to make a difference. And the same thing is probably true of Illinois. You know, it's a very well-kept secret in Illinois that the majority of Illinois is Republican. It is Cook County 
that runs this state, and they are the Democrats. That Cook County Democrat machine is a very well-oiled machine. And they do not just control the city of Chicago. They control Springfield, too. Parents, speak up. Organize. Flood your state legislators' inbox with emails. Make their phones ring off the hook. Organize a group and meet your legislators in person. It's one thing to be able to brush somebody off over the phone or email, but it is far different when a legislator has a voting constituent in their office. I heard once a number of years ago that to a legislator, one person represents 5,000 votes. One person showing up in their office represents 5,000 votes. If you get a group of five people in some legislator's office, that represents to them 25,000 votes. I assure you that you will have their attention. There is strength in numbers. This is why people in the early days of the Republic opposed public education. They believed that there was too much chance for state propaganda and indoctrination. We have to fight back on this. You are the taxpayers funding public schools. These activists ought not be able to, to teach your children things that you don't want them to learn. What effect will this type of supposed education have on these children? What effect is it going to have on society at large? Think about what society is going to look like 10, 15, 20 years from now when everybody's running around confused about the difference between man and woman and thinking that all kinds of ridiculous and disgusting perverted sexual habits are completely normal. And worse, they think you're a bigot for telling them otherwise. There better be an option to opt out of this ridiculous perversion in Illinois. If there is no possibility of repealing this law, there darn well better be a choice to protect our children from this ridiculous nonsense. Start speaking up now before it's too late. And even better, vote Pritzker out. Run for office yourself for the state legislature. We have had a super democratic majority in the Illinois legislature for a long time now. This is why Rauner couldn't get anything through because he was the only Republican in a Democrat-dominated legislature. He was also a rhino, but he still was dealing with a supermajority over which he had no power. So what we need in Illinois is to now I know that this is supposed to, this show is supposed to be a national focus but right now Illinois politics is national politics because as I said before this is going to happen over and over and over again until all 50 states have fallen in line pay extra special attention to your state politics Find out who your local state legislator is, look at their voting record, and contact them if you are not happy with the way they have voted. And if you are happy with how they voted, contact them anyway and encourage them to continue to do so. And while we're at it, we need to rethink all sex ed classes. That is the job of the parent to teach their children these things. It is not the job of the state. They don't want parents to raise their children. They want the state to raise them. But you know what? That is a whole other show. 
I want to leave today with a question that is meant to get people thinking, especially those in Springfield. As far as history or any subject is concerned, what makes a person's sexuality relevant when discussing their contributions to society? If the person who discovers the cure for cancer happens to be homosexual, who cares about that? It doesn't need to be mentioned and forced down anyone's throat. The point is that this person has discovered a cure for cancer. Nobody cares about the sexuality of that person at that point. 